Hi, I'm your host, Grace. And I'm your co-host, Cammy. Welcome to Baby It's Syrupy! <laughs> Woohoo! Today, on this episode, we're going to talk about why is therapy for everyone? Everyone! Yes, you, you, yes. and you, and your mom, and your grandma, and your grandpa, and everyone. Yeah, especially probably the older generation needs therapy, I feel like. <laughs> the baby boomers. <laughs> yeah. I think... Um, I think when you're listening to this and when I say therapy is for everyone, you're definitely going to be like, no, it's not for everyone. I'm totally fine. I can talk to my friends. Um, only people with problems go to therapy. Life's supposed to be stressful. Or you you hear people saying like up and down are just part of the life. Or you can come up with excuses saying I'm like busy and I can't go. And on this episode, we're going to tell you that all of those statements are not accurate i would say <laughs> they're whack that's yeah. what i would say i would say they're whack yeah to be personal it's wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's not like yeah it's wrong it's so wrong so the first point i want to bring out is um even right now you feel like Oh, I'm just facing small problems, but I am telling you, small problems are going to pile up, pile up, and eventually it's going to come back. Just like how you roll, like the snowballs, it's going to come back with a way bigger problem, and then that's when I don't know if it, it feels it's going to feel like a dark time because you. I, gosh, what I'm saying, Camille, can you c- cut it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if you think about it, small things. Right. It could be something as small, well, quote unquote, small, like I failed a physics test. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you fail that physics test? Maybe you'll get really stressed. Maybe you'll cry. Maybe you'll implode and just completely break down. And that's probably not just because of one physics test. It's probably because you've been feeling stressed and worried and all kinds of things leading up to this exam. So there's a perfect example of how something small could actually be a result of a lot of smaller things. Um, And yeah, small problems sometimes do wind up leading to bigger problems if you don't address them, like cracks in a foundation. And if you leave them alone, I mean, you get potholes in the road and nobody likes driving over potholes i know i don't no like for example i think this is kind of extreme but like for example if you fail that physics test and instead of like directly tell people around you that you feel frustrated you need time alone you decide to put all your negative like emotion to other people like you just randomly treat your roommate rude because of that that's gonna head back to you like 10 or 20 years later when you can't like (laughs) probably communicate with your child and then your child would go need to go to therapy because of this and that's all because you ignored this small problem and it piles up back to you you may call it karma but i call it you didn't go to therapy okay (laughs) that's like a super super extreme thing i mean we both agree that that's super extreme but like it's true it's true i mean Think about people that have been hurt and traumatized when they were younger and 
without getting therapy, you know, those problems just snowballed into bigger issues and now they're adults and can't function. So that's a good example. Like, are you really going to therapy solely because of you? I feel like some part of it could come from your family, you know, Mm -hmm. some part, like small part or like that toxic aunt you're talking to or I don't know, or like that friend. So I think, um, I think, I think, gosh, we're going to cut this, I think, part out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, Yeah. So I think that if in, in, in life you feel like, you know, some, some, something is stressing you out and it's pretty small and you felt like it's emotionally overwhelming, that is a sign to potentially see a therapist of your right fit. And speaking of the therapist of right fit, please check out our former episodes. We talk about how to find the therapist to know if the therapist is the one. (laughs) Yeah, and (laughs) the second point I wanna bring out is that um, I think um, during the first part, we talked so much about like, even though it's a small problem, but I also want to say, you know, there is no such thing as like a bigger or smaller problem. I think people react to different things differently. I think, you know, for example, um, I mean, I have experienced uh, bullying before when I was younger, but I have also experienced uh like neglect from some of like the relatives but for me i honestly didn't care much about the bullying but i react a lot more like i i had a lot more reaction towards like the neglect from like a really close relative so i would say like people really like what's big or what's small it's really about what you feel if you feel like it's big it's big like don't let other people's opinion affect on you i mean what hey, do you think Camille? like i was bullied when i was younger because of the color of my skin and mm-hmm. i <laughs> remember distinctly this one boy called me hot dog girl because of the color of my skin resembled a hot dog and I cried, Grace. I cried so much when I got home that my mom called the school and said, bring in this kid's parents because I want to talk to them. And they went to the office and they talked and that boy never bullied me again. <laughs> but Gosh. <laughs> bullying wasn't a big thing for you. But for me, bullying made me feel terrible. And, that, and that's like... I don't want to say it's harmless because, you know, making fun of someone for the color of their skin is never harmless, but in terms of, like, the bullying scale, I would say that's, like, kind of low on the bullying scare- scale. Nothing was ever physical or anything like that, but it still affected me, so you're right about people react to things differently. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, if a friend ever tells you that, you know, failing a physics test isn't that much of a big deal... You know, that's really a reminder to change a friend, maybe, or go to therapy, because they <laughs> might have impacted you negatively in the past. <laughs> yeah, if your friend invalidates your feelings, that's probably not a great friend. But maybe try to explain to them, like, hey, this physics test was actually super important to me, and here's why. And that's why I feel so terrible that I failed it. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, if you want to know how to cut off toxic people in life, stay tuned to our future episodes. We're definitely going to talk about that. <laughs> we talk about everything, you know. I feel, like, I feel like we're constantly, like, advertising. <laughs> like, stay tuned or <laughs> tune into our past episodes. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you haven't checked out our Instagram channel, we share, like, super funny, like, <laughs> memes. Like, super funny. Yeah. We're we're funny, you guys. We're funny. and if you stalk like the followers of our account, you could potentially find uh, me and Camille's Instagram account and add us. Maybe <laughs> feel free, man. I'm Cami Jammy. I'm just doing my own thing, and I'm a survivor of anxious parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, uh, um. Okay, so um, another thing that I guess I wanted to elaborate um, something more on there's no bigger or smaller problem. Um, um, Was T long enough to see one? Oh, never mind. This is a sign to cut this. <laughs> okay. Um, I think another thing I want to talk about is that sometimes, you know, before it's really like a good idea to deal with the problem, like the small problems you're facing now, instead of like let it come back to you years later. Like an example would be um, growing up, I always kind of showed symptoms of like compulsive behaviors but my parents really didn't take it seriously I back then didn't know what it was and then I let it to like spiral until like one day I was so stressed and I didn't know how to deal with it and then it really uh, spiraled into like a disorder itself and I think that um, example would be one my um the, my therapist told me this example, like this eight-year-old boy who is also suffering from compulsive like behaviors, like it hasn't developed yet to a disorder. He's eight years old. And then um, in classroom, he always has to touch all like the desk and everything and wash his hands like three ha- three times um, each time. And then his parents like are very like insightful and brought him to therapy when he's like eight. And then like after two months, it's like solved. He never suffered from like compulsive behaviors or like um, obsessive thoughts anymore. So I feel like, I guess what I'm trying to say, like sometimes solving a problem while it's like small is a lot easier. Yeah, it's kind of like, the analogy of learning how to play an instrument right like your my good friend alana told me this that our musical capacity drops exponentially after we turn five years old so you know we have the most capability of learning how to play an instrument the easiest and quickest when we're young so it's the same analogy in the sense of you want to tackle it early in its early stages before it becomes quote unquote too late and i'm not going to say it's ever too late to heal because i don't think it is um for some people they may feel that way but if you tackle things in the early stages then it doesn't progress into something that's catastrophic um i could definitely say that had i gone to therapy earlier as like 
right after I had experienced my traumatic event, I probably would have been able to cope with things better and have better interpersonal relationships with people, specifically men, if I had just gone to therapy earlier, rather than lashing out and coping in my own weird, problematic way. Yeah, and I think that when the problem is small, you felt like it's only a small problem, but day to day, you're also practicing the kind of wrongful way of dealing your problem. Like, for example, um, sometimes when I get mad, I would like to isolate myself instead of like speaking out of my emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I always have this problem. And then right now in therapy, I know that it's not healthy for me to do so, but it would take a long way longer time for me to break this habit of like isolating myself because it's starting to feel familiar and comfort for me, but I know it's not healthy for me. So I need to slowly like break the habit. Yeah. Habits are much harder to break than they are to pick up and start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when the problem gets bigger, don't like tell people like, oh, I've been into therapy for like three days. Why isn't like helping? You know why. Okay. You didn't try to solve it when it's like small. Like don't ask people why. <laughs> yeah, don't, like don't, analogy. Expect, don't expect mm-hmm. change overnight, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Don't ever expect change overnight. It's the same thing as losing weight. You literally cannot lose weight from one day to the next in terms of like, you're not going to magically lose 10 pounds in a night. I don't care what you do, what diet you are, paleo, keto, vegan, all this whatever. It doesn't matter. You're not going to lose 10 pounds in your sleep. Same way Mm -hmm. you're not going to heal magically in your sleep. Mm -hmm. Shit takes time, guys. Shit takes time. And, like, I remember this analogy that my therapist told me is that, like, when you're like a hundred miles into a forest, you can't expect to get out of the forest with like three steps. Like oh, that's impossible. That's a good analogy. I know, right? I never thought of that. I think that's like such a good analogy. What if I like stumble unless, upon a bear? That'd be yeah, unless cool. you have like a helicopter and like get it right out, but like <laughs> get medevaced out. <laughs> yeah, but like in healing, there's no like fast route. We practice and make progress little by little there's no helicopter in healing so (laughs) yeah and the last point that i want to bring out is that you know um sometimes like before we in the earlier part of this episode we talked about how um you need to go when you felt like there's something you want to talk about you sense something is like a small or big problem that is happening but i also want to say even when you are running out of topics that are serious or you're not currently experiencing anything like overwhelming it's still good to constantly consistently see a therapist and stay in therapy because healing and going to therapy is like a training of like your brain muscle like you you need to like Gosh, can we finish the sentence? (laughs) You need to constantly. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? Again, I'm going to bring this back to fitness because it's kind of the same. You want to be mentally fit. So it's kind of like going to the gym. You know, you go to the gym, you get fit, you're at this place you want to be, but you have to maintain that. 
you can't just magically stop going to the gym and expect your physique and your fitness to be maintained. You got to keep going. It's consistency. So it's the same thing with therapy. You know, you're at this great spot in your life, but you have to keep going for consistency reasons. And even when it feels like there may not be a problem, your therapist can help you try and figure out, is there more that we could be doing? And, you mm-hmm. know, I think there is there is a certain point in the healing journey where you don't need a therapist anymore for some people. But I always recommend that people keep going to therapy until there's like a light bulb moment where it feels like, I genuinely feel like I have the tools to cope, that I am coping properly, that I'm looking after myself, and I'm able to be a functioning human being in a positive way in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Then, I, then I'd then i say, like, then you can consider not going to therapy anymore. But, yeah. you know, on on the bigger side of things i would definitely say that you got to keep going to therapy for consistency like Mm -hmm. even though i have good days like really really good days um i still have really really bad days and i still suffer from you know anxiety dreams and having anxiety sometimes and sometimes it's worse than others but i think it's important that i still keep going to therapy because there's still things i need to work on and still better ways for me to cope I am currently coping, but I can cope better. And how do I do that? Go in and talk to my therapist. I agree. I think that if you feel like um, you're running out of like stuff to talk about, just like feel free to share like with your therapist, like what happened the past week? Like what's going on in your life? Like, did you, like, it could be something so small. Like, what did you talk about with your parents? How was your convo with your friends? Uh, How are you eating well? Are you exercising? Like very small stuff. Like sometimes when you felt like there's nothing happening, when you like retell what's happening to your therapist, the therapist might sense something wrong when you can't even sense it. Like I was talking to my therapist about this convo I had with my mom. I felt like it's totally normal, but I was just kind of unhappy after a convo, but I don't know why. I thought that that's just like normal. Like parents argue with their children. It's like normal. We all have arguments. But then my therapist made me like, when I repeat the story, my therapist made me realize that like, even though some points my mom mentioned were, were right, um, she was, she was also a bit biased towards some point. Like it's not mm-hmm. the healthiest way to think mm-hmm. she would, my mom was being like anxious parenting again without either me or her realizing. So I think that's great. Just like tell update your therapist on what's happening in your life. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think that, uh, gosh, what's I going to say? Um, another thing is that I feel like also sometimes when you feel like you no longer benefit from, oh, I was going to say, like, for example, um, I see my, my therapist specializes in OCD, but I realized that when um, I've learned enough coping skills 
to deal with my OCD, most of the time I still being like talking to him about other stuff, like updating him with my life. And currently it is a stressful, stressful period in my life. Like I'm facing, I'm stepping to society, like trying to find a job and a transitional like like period and there's mm-hmm. a lot of stressful stuff happening at the same time and my therapist also gave me like good advice and coping skills on stuff like that though he is specializing in ocd so yeah just update your therapist about like what's happening recently yeah and if you feel like you can't benefit from my therapist anymore maybe that's like a sign you need like either therapist in like another category or like you and that therapist aren't vibing anymore like for example um originally i find my ocd therapist because i felt like i need someone to be very straightforward but um after like being in therapy with him for six months i start slowly feel like during this stressful time maybe i need a therapist who's more support like more comforting and more like heartwarming like would tell me stuff that my mom would be like like be more sentimental i guess like be more oh i'm so sorry for that maybe i need like a therapist of that style right now Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i mean my Mm -hmm. friend had a therapist for many years and then after a while just realized like this isn't the person that i need in my life anymore i need someone else that can offer me different advice a different perspective and that's totally okay you know switching therapists and sometimes that day might come for you and that's totally cool you know Mm -hmm. it's whatever you need at the time yeah and i think that um another thing is that people you might hear this a lot that people say you know going to therapist going to see a therapist is because it's a sign that you have, you are weak. I think that's definitely the opposite. I think it's very courageous for every single person who go to therapy because they're actively facing their, their problem. Like they care about their mental health and forever who told you that it's wrong. It's not just inappropriate, it's wrong. Like like weak like no go to hell for heaven's sake i know that's also (laughs) that's 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 such a terrible thing to say someone hey man i uh started going to a therapist you know oh dude fucking you weak ass like who says that who who says that to another human being oh you're weak you know you're so weak You know, I would say, you know what I would say back? I would say, actually, I'm very strong because I have the weight of the world on my shoulders and I'm carrying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think think it does, like, very courageous to go to therapy. And to be honest, for the person who says that, you know, going to therapy is weak, deep down, she or he probably knows they need therapy too. They just won't admit it where they can't even realize they they have problems that need to deal with yet. Yeah, I mean, weakness is, it's an interesting thing, right? Because we're so afraid to be weak and vulnerable on the whole. There are plenty Mm -hmm. of people that are, you know, open to being vulnerable. And I would say 
you know, I, I know a few of those people and they're very, very courageous for just wanting to do that. And being open is not an easy thing to do, especially with a therapist who is a, essentially a stranger. You know, you meet them for the first time and like, what, you, I'm expected to tell them all my deepest, darkest secrets and my traumas right off the bat? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe not right off the bat, but eventually you're going to have to tell them everything so that way they can help you. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not an easy thing to do whatsoever. And anyone that says it is, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Good for I you know. for thinking it's easy, but it for the vast majority of us, it's not. Yeah. And to be honest, if like you go to therapy, you would realize you wouldn't care if people say you're weak or not. You feel indifferent because those people don't matter to you. No matter they call you weak, dumb or whatever awful word like spoiled, like fat, ugly, like who cares? Like we feel indifferent when we are healed. Yeah. I'm bettering my mental health, dude. You could take a pointer or two from me. But you know what? I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. I know, it's cool, right? it's cool. I, feel, mm-hmm. I feel like, I know, I feel like the people that says like going to therapy is weak, it's the same people who says it's so unnecessary to buy a nice car, you know, like deep down, they also want it, but they're, they, they're just like <laughs> shit on it because they can't have it or don't have the courage to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go to therapy. That's lame. Oh, yeah. you want a Lambo? That's, That's lame. so unnecessary. I'll just take the train, like subway. What? Well, good for you. Go take the subway. <laughs> this I'm is being the weirdest analogy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a strange analogy, but I understand what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Go buy a Lambo. Go buy that Lambo if you want it. <laughs> Go to therapy oh. if you think you need it. Right. Um, I think I hope that for this episode, the biggest takeaway is that there's no such thing as big or small problem. Every problem is worse being never mind. I forgot what I'm gonna say. I feel like the biggest takeaway for this episode is that first, like for every, you know, overwhelming feeling you're feeling right now, it is a sign that maybe there is something you need to work on. And it's nice to maybe find a therapist to work on the problem with you, to give you professional advice. And for all the myths that you heard, like you go to therapy because you're weak, this life's supposed to be stressful, your problem isn't serious enough. Um, I think I hope like the examples me and Camille shared in this episode could help you break down all those myths like none of them is true and I hope that um, you who are listening to this episode now could also have a new view towards who should be going to therapy and the answer is (laughs) Everyone. 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 Come on. Everyone. Seriously everyone. though. Therapy yeah. is for everyone. Yeah. And and like for all the other worries you have, like therapy being expensive, don't know like how to like talk to a therapist. We 
also fit for you. Like all the like, look at all the like titles. Like we have it. We have the answer for all the hesitations you have towards like therapy and self help. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Baby It's Therapy. Yay! And please stay tuned to our next episode, which is next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is next week. Baby It's Therapy is available wherever you get your favorite shows from. Thank you. Bye. Go to therapy, guys. Go to therapy. Bye.